Hello, my name is Gabinda, Gabinda Gill, and in this latest episode, I want to introduce you to emotional intelligence. And within the remit of emotional intelligence, I want you to think as a practitioner, both at personal competence, which I will come to in a bit, and social competence. The nature of today's podcast will focus on personal competence and in particular self-awareness. But first let me introduce you to the concept of emotional intelligence. Emotional intelligence has been researched, has found its space in occupational settings, professional practices. This could be for sports coaching, business leaders, leadership roles, teaching, nursing, business, and many other occupational roles that are evident across the working domain. Emotional intelligence can also be useful in personal life and personal space, building relationships. It is to do with customer service. It is to do with everyday life and everyday views. In relation to personal and social competencies or skills, we can look at emotional intelligence from a personal competence stage in relation to self-awareness which will be my main focus today and emotional regulation with social competence we are looking at empathy skills social skills and relationship building Hopefully you can now understand that personal and social competencies are the framework from which emotional intelligence can be built and developed in order for effectiveness, productivity and well-being. So in this series of podcasts, today I will be starting with self-awareness. Within the remit of emotional intelligence, self-awareness is one of the core aspects that one needs to develop in order to be able to provide that productivity, effectiveness, control for oneself. So what is self-awareness? As it says in the title, it's about you. It's about your awareness. It's about your ability to know about your awareness. It is about your ability to provide yourself with that appraisal, that reflection, and that direction. Self-awareness is identifying 
your own strengths and areas for improvement and development. If you notice, I didn't use the word weakness or failure. Those two concepts to me are negative and we need to be positive. Therefore, look at every area of improvement and development as an opportunity. And when you see that opportunity, think of it as a blank canvas. And from that blank canvas, start drawing where this opportunity could take you. And all of a sudden, you will have developed some form of self-awareness, but more importantly, you will have provided yourself and your mind with some space that can impact your behavior, your thoughts, and your direction. So with self-awareness, it's providing yourself with what I would call a critical friend. With self-awareness, you need to also celebrate your strengths. As human beings, we too often accept our strengths as something that is the norm. And whilst in some guises they might be the norm, they are actually worthy of celebration. We need to respect our mind space. Our mind takes on a lot. The electrons within our mind are normally switched on from the moment we wake up. And they take on a lot of power. So they need a bit of self-awareness. They need a bit of space. They need mindset space. And there's no better way of doing that by celebrating our mind our strength as human beings we spend too much time looking at our areas to improve where we think we haven't done well use those as opportunities and that's how you build your self-awareness there's also accurate self-reasoning and that provides yourself with opportunities to know what you've done well, where you could improve, where the opportunities are. That critical appraisal is about those strengths and areas to improve. But it's also to do with knowing what you are doing is good. Being aware, bringing your mind to that space and providing that accurate self-reasoning. Self-awareness is also about reflective practice. And in reflective practice, we're taught to look at our strengths, to look at our areas to improve. So how can one increase their levels of self-awareness? Keeping a journal or diary is usually useful. You can jot down where you're at, what you've done well, where you want to improve. You can also set yourself goals. You can start the working week with perhaps three goals you want to achieve per day. And you start ticking those off. 
and you build your self-awareness. To be prepared for self-awareness, you can use different strategies. Listening to music, deep breathing, going to yoga classes, feeling relaxed, nature walks, physical activity, eating healthy, doing gardening work. Those are just some strategies. Other people will have others. Mindfulness, meditation. And that sort of brings your body to become aware of your breathing, of your current state. Do you feel relaxed? Self-awareness building is also about behaviour, thoughts, emotions. And where are you with your self-awareness? What is your behaviour like when your self-awareness is good? Compare it to when your self-awareness isn't good. What are your thoughts like when your self-awareness is good? Versus when it's not good. What's your thought pattern and your emotions and behaviours together when they're good? When they're not so good? Get a blank piece of paper and write that down. Where do you feel behaviour, thoughts and emotions lie? And what is, what is your body like? What are your thoughts like? What are your behaviours like? Body language is a very good sign. For example, when my self-awareness is good and I'm positive, my body language responds. My head is held high. My shoulders are out. I feel tall. My thoughts are good. They're clear. They have targets and I'm enjoying those targets. My emotions are in check. I'm happy. I'm positive. When my self-awareness levels are down, my body language is such. I'm like a flower that needs water. My shoulders are rounded and I'm slumped. My behaviours are such that I get angry quickly. That I get agitated quickly and frustrated quickly. My thoughts become negative. And so what do I do to overcome that? And again, I might get a blank piece of paper. I draw the square. Inside the square, there are things I can control. And outside the square, there are things I can't control. So straight away, I've developed self-awareness. Because I've crossed out those things outside the box I can't control. Now somebody might ask, but those negative feelings, I can't get rid of them. Negative feelings aren't there necessarily to get rid of them. They're like waves. They'll disappear eventually. But negative feelings are there for you to respond. What can you do to respond to those negative feelings? And in like my example there, I draw a square. And those things outside the square I have to respond to. I can't control them, so I'll cross them off. But then my strength is inside the square and I draw all my experiences and resources towards those. I might go for yoga classes. I might go for nature walks. And those help me to gather my thoughts and to get that headspace to help me enable 
my self-awareness levels to increase. So, in summary, self-awareness is about your ability to identify your strengths, develop those strengths, be positive about those strengths. It's about accurate self-reasoning, knowing yourself. It's about your ability to look at your areas to improve and seek opportunities. But self-awareness is also about mind space and caring, caring for yourself in such a way that enables you to feel confident. And self-awareness relates to that triangle of behaviour, thoughts and emotions. And the strongest tip I can give you today is to assess your self-awareness when you're positive and when you feel negative. And write down, what is your body language like? What are your behaviours? And how are your emotions? when they're positive and compare them to when they're negative and seek always to go back to that positive state. Thank you for listening and in my next podcast I will be making reference to emotional regulation which is the second pillar of personal competence. I hope you enjoyed this podcast And more importantly, I hope from the podcast, you will have tips and strategies that you feel you can use. Feel free to leave any comments at the end. Thank you.